0: day so every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past but we damn sure can make a difference today happy new year and welcome to episode 34 of Shop talk it's jennifer it's carrie and we're back with a recap of 410 um the first episode of 2022 kicked off with a bang picked up right where we left off and there were a lot of good moments so we can just jump right in um we don't have much news uh we'll kind of talk about the promo do you want to go over your thoughts on that (laughs) well i just
1: had thoughts because like you know how like practically all the promotional photos that we had were like as people on twitter like to say like mom chen dadford and like tamara being the found family like trope well then like why was the promo all about Balin and Jason, aka, you know, Bailey and John, in case you haven't actually caught on to that, we've made ship names for them. Um, not that I mind, like, either or. I just was like expecting Tamara to be seen in the promo, or because I, I literally, that's just what I thought it was going to be was going to be about Tamara and whatever her connection is to the one kid. Or kids, I guess. Especially
0: since I think the episode description mentioned it. Yeah, too. I'm pulling up the episode description now. I think. Um, so it says the team must rely on a criminal force expertise to take down an even bigger threat. Meanwhile, officers Chun and Bradford investigate the murder of an unhoused teenager who used to be friends with Tamara. Yeah, it go. doesn't really talk about Bailey, John, and Jason. Of course, maybe he's the the bigger threat that they weren't expecting it could be because I in guess. the promo it looks like him and john were like going head to head on like some like barrier uh, thing literally
1: yeah like on the side of or, like on a mountaintop or one of those hiking trails yeah, that los it, angeles is famous for to me
0: it also looks like uh like you know when they're doing construction on the highway and like they're blocking off like a lane or something they put up like that wall yeah. It looked like that to me and I was like why? Well, it did look like they were
1: chasing him like through something or like up you know somewhere I don't know. Yeah. The whole thing looks like crazy and just as John I think John stated it in the beginning of the promo he's like we're sitting here watching your ex-con current husband mm-hmm. so the divorce obviously isn't happening
0: yeah yet because still current husband i mean in this in the promo for this current episode like i believe it featured a lot of bailey and john because it was like picking up right where it left off but like i don't know then there was the plane crash and then we got the sneak peek of Chenford. so like i'm okay if the promo is bailey and john stuff Mm -hmm. and then we get the sneak peek of Chenford. like i'm okay with that but yeah like The pics featured, like, Aaron and Nyla and Chenford and Tamara and James Mm -hmm. and Nyla, but, like, we never saw any part of them in, Mm -hmm. you know, in the episode, or in the promo, but then again, it is only, like, a 30-second thing, so, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know. Um, But, yeah. I just... The episode looks like it's gonna be... And it's titled Endgame, so I'm, like... Why? Why is it going to be titled Endgame? I just want to know. Like, good things for, like, Bailey and John, because they had a rough time this week. Yeah. They did. Like, that cold open, my heart broke for Bailey and John, but also I was like, all right, there's more to the story, because how is she, like, doing with all this, so. Yeah yeah um sj main munoz directed last night's episode um and she's directed some of our other favorite shows so that was fun to see she shared a post like detailing her experience on instagram and it was a picture of chenford like a behind the scenes picture so that was really cool to see i was just going and reading that um we've retweeted it on our twitter as well so um and then Oh, also over like the holiday weekend or like last week, Eric and Roslyn were going to Puerto Rico for uh, the New Year special that she hosted and they posted some hilarious videos of their travel uh, adventures and shenanigans. So I would go ahead and check out her Instagram for that because they are like gold. So funny. Like,
1: if you guys have listened to any of their podcasts at all, it's literally just like they could have just been like doing a podcast. It's the same dynamic they always have. It's just so funny.
0: And the videos just they were like chronicling like their first travel day. And then like after, like a few (laughs) hours like of the next day, too. It's so funny. They lost their luggage. Eric was like, I'm tired of her. (laughs) It was so good yeah it was just it
1: was so funny and just like but yeah um if you guys watched the abc countdown then you probably saw her um live from puerto rico which was fun so because eric made a little surprise cameo appearance um and that was fun as well to see and they just both looked like they're having, like they're just living their best life, going they definitely into were. 2022. So
0: clearly, our invite to Puerto Rico was lost. So it's fine. I'm kind of
1: out about it because, like Richard, or yeah, Richard T. Jones, who yes, I was there as well. Yes, not like, but just, you know, different reasons or whatever. But they just, you know, all happened to be at the same, uh same place, and so obviously Eric and. Uh, Richard got a photo, and that was fun.
0: Oh my god, the photo that Eric had posted with both of them—I was like, "Can we have the district, like the team, at a group outing or something, please?" So great, so fun, yeah.
1: But yeah, um. Oh, and their um, podcast—they uh, actually they dropped their like New Year's episode today as well so be sure to go check that out super fun yeah
0: Yeah. so now we should just start with the episode because there was a lot
1: (laughs) yeah there was um like jennifer had mentioned the cold open picked up literally like right where they left off in 409 which was just like majorly awkward for John I mean it was awkward all around but just like I could feel the awkward like just coming from John and just like because he was just kind of like okay you're her husband not ex-husband as in current husband that's interesting and just like because Bailey didn't know that Jason was um like released um out early for good behavior like he was supposed to be gone for another two years apparently um and just john was obviously very very hurt um by bailey not telling him well he mentions it later not the fact that she is married but just the fact that she didn't
0: trust him enough to like be honest with him yeah especially because doesn't so she knows that he was married before yeah i would think so, so I'm
1: like
0: yeah because i don't I'm know there's open, more yeah
1: and then she was not and so that was kind of where he was feeling like hurt and betrayed and all that um and so he doesn't really know where to go from there um I still was kind of surprised, though, that like Bailey was the one that ended up walking away from the restaurant and like left John there because he was like, oh. "Wait!" But at the same time, though, I would be kind of shell shocked too because, like, like I had said, like he was supposed to still be locked up, like because they don't keep in contact Bailey and Jason, and so she would have had no idea that he was uh, getting out, and so, mm-hmm.
0: um, so I have uh, a question
1: yes what's your
0: question how did jason know that bailey was there or did he just like happen to go to that restaurant like coincidentally and run into her because it didn't oh, look like no. he was that dressed up and like yeah that's right how bailey and john were dressed up and it looked like other people were it looked like it was kind of a fancy ish place and like he just like runs into her and like walks by the table i don't know i was just like okay this is weird Hmm. I don't know he just gave me very shady vibes from like the get-go um
1: yeah and I don't yeah he did really because he Jason like is trying to kind of portray himself as this like changed person um and But I don't know. I mean, I applaud Jenna's performance of Bailey in this episode. And obviously, like, Steve uh, portraying Jason was cool to see as well. It was very interesting to see since Steve and Jenna are, like, together in real life with a kid of their own. And then, like, they have, like, this. They're portraying this, like, couple in turmoil. And just, like, that was interesting um, to kind of see i think jenna actually put it on her instagram story like they were watching the episode together or something and um it was the scene where he showed up at the firehouse and was like you know we gonna give her the divorce papers or whatever and steven like commented and was like we're not even married (laughs) (laughs) like he and jenna in real life and i just thought that was funny um and not that I minded a look at the firehouse, but just like Bailey's co-worker kind of felt a little awkward or just like a little bit of a last minute addition. But I don't know if it's just because like the last time we had a co-worker with her on the show, it was Frank and he's gone now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but it was nice. Yeah. I guess, I mean, they needed neutral
0: ground for Jason to meet her at where she felt safe. And it was nice so. to see like her at work instead of yeah. just like talking about it. And then also, so like we when they had the barbecue at Frank's house, like or Fred's house, yeah, Fred. Um, Why did I say Frank? My bad. She had talked about like all of her coworkers, and all of them that were there from what we saw were guys. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's got a female coworker. I like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean it's good to see.
1: Um, and like I guess it made sense because Jason couldn't actually give her the divorce papers directly. So he gave them to Bailey's coworker who handed them off and I don't know. Like I I felt bad for Bailey throughout well, throughout the whole entire episode I felt bad like I don't know like at the end of the episode when she was like she felt really stupid and like she should have known by like confronting him that it like um, Jason doesn't like being challenged but like I should have really known based on the music change that Jason was going to retaliate mm-hmm. I just didn't really think that he was going to plant drugs on her no I really like I appreciated that they had a scene though with um, Bailey standing up for herself though and like confronting Jason about it earlier and being like I am a different person now like you know like don't push me like she'll push back harder um, mm-hmm. and like I liked that she Wanted to take a stand and like show him that she wasn't scared anymore, but just like, I don't know, I'm still like, kind of, not confused, but just like, because we also saw, so like she confronted him, right? And then later on in the episode, there's this scene where she kind of thinks that someone might be in her house um, or in her apartment um but we don't actually see anyone and so i i didn't quite understand that scene i mean i get i get the end goal cuz they had the wedding album that was out so like i'm assuming jason's just not owning up to the fact that he was in her uh apartment
0: cuz i swear i saw some movement in that bedroom that she had run into so I don't know maybe he was in there maybe he wasn't I don't know it could have just well, been cause like, like the yeah it's like the wedding album though it's like she probably would
1: have kept that somewhere not special by any means but oh, just like him? away yeah yeah so I don't know it was all just very like I don't know I just didn't quite understand it unless it was so he could like make a copy of her keys or something to get into her car like i don't know i don't know how all that happened
0: i know i need to know more about this guy and how he's getting in her personal space like that like with the restaurant how does he know that she's there like you know i mean the house okay well i'm assuming that she like moved so like how do you even know her address like i I just need to know these things and just like this is
1: gonna sound bad not that I wanted Bailey to be attacked because I did not, but just like that's what I was waiting for. Because when her car breaks down earlier in the episode, you hear kept, something, yeah, you hear something, and the camera um, what's the word I'm looking for? It kept like focusing, mm-hmm. um, on the background, yeah, like, behind her.
0: And well, so and I was sitting change. there,
1: yeah, and I was sitting there waiting for someone to just like pop out and like attack her or
0: something. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought when she got on the phone with John, I was like, this isn't going to go well. Like, she's going to be attacked or something, and he's going to be on the other end of the line. Yeah. And then she never, like, told him that, like, her car was broke down or Mm -hmm. nothing. I was like, wait, okay, we're setting it up for her to be, like, attacked, aren't we? Yeah. And it just didn't happen. Um, of
1: course, I mean, we found out earlier in the episode too, that, like, Jason hadn't been, like, violent towards bailey it was i mean it was still like emotional abuse and like probably you know like mental um like you know effects on her mental health and and all that and probably psychological i'm assuming too
0: but it Um, also seems like she's like afraid of him Like, like on guard yeah so i'm just like did he do something else and she's just not ready to face that yet because even when she like walked into her house I noticed there was that baseball bat like right by the front door okay. and I tweeted about it I was like okay why does she keep that there is it right. just because she's a firefighter and was in the army like she knows that you know she has to be prepared or you yeah. know is it like for other reasons like I just don't know yeah um
1: so I don't I don't know um and so obviously throughout the episode these like the whole nice guy act that Jason put on was not had finally fallen apart and just like and yeah because he wasn't I know you'll get into um Oscar later but he had mentioned that like Jason was like manipulative but not violent and so I don't, I don't know if the whole like Bailey being attacked thing would like have made sense, but then at the same time, that's just where I thought it was going. Mm-hmm. Where I thought it was going. Um, again, I was just not expecting the the planting of the drugs in the car, um, but I should have known that he was going to do something because the music changed and he like it's the camera stayed on his face like as Bailey walked away it stayed on Jason's face and he was like kind of I don't know like clenching his jaw or whatever like I don't know like yeah. pondering her uh, statement of you know stay the hell away well even
0: me. like when she had said you know I stood up to him I'm like okay this is like a huge moment for her maybe she just didn't do it before but like why did she say she stood up to him and then he just retaliates like i don't know i just i need to know more about this whole situation yeah which hopefully
1: we get in next week's episode although i would like for bailey to just like stick by john um it was nice to see john like stand by bailey Mm -hmm. in this episode um he eventually came around um because he showed up for her at the i don't really know what it is like the holding cell like bay area yeah of it um and still like it's kind of john's thing to like want to fix things as soon as he can um, and while I liked the last scene that we got for them of them like actually talking face to face, um, cause they were brief, like Bailey tried to talk to him earlier. He wasn't having that exactly. Um, but I kind of wish we'd had them talk longer face to face or instead of like the phone conversation have like that be face-to-face because Bailey was so upset she was having a day she was like crying I just felt I felt bad for her um I also felt bad that she had to spend a night or, or a day or two in jail um yeah. with the amount of uh cocaine I guess that was found on her um I don't know I appreciated the sentiment that John was like you know he still loves her um And he's still, you know, going to do whatever he can to help her. I just want to know how he gets her out, though. Because obviously next week we see Bailey with John and they're, like, surveying Jason. So obviously he helps get her out on
0: bail maybe. But just, like, how? (laughs) That or maybe, like, because she's another first responder. I I don't know. I don't know how it works with all that. I would think that, like just because she is a first responder and so is he like that doesn't just automatically get them off but i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah and
1: i liked that not surprisingly but just like out of all the people that kind of understood like why bailey didn't originally tell john it was kind of like nyla kind of understood why she didn't tell um john initially about jason And I liked that it was just, you know, like, Nyla was supporting John. Um, Because I know in, like, previous episodes, we've seen John be there for her when she was, like, having issues with, like, Lila and, like, Donovan and the whole custody thing. So it was kind of nice that um, Nyla was, like, listening to him. I mean, because who would want to reveal that they're married to, like, an emotional abuser, essentially? Right.
0: So, i could like, see why bailey hit it but it's also like she knows that john was previously married i mean even if she didn't say oh yeah he was like an emotional abuser even if she just said like he was married but then also knowing john he would have more questions so i could see why she so would true i would not just tell him that. yeah because yeah i mean maybe she that. didn't think that it was getting as serious as john thought it was maybe that's true
1: yeah. I just... Yeah, because it's still very, very quick to propose mm-hmm. or think about proposing in, like, three months. Um. Yeah. I think that was kind of all I had. Or, well, no. Okay, so you know what, though? Like, Jason wasn't even charged for, like, major drug possession or something. Like, it no. wasn't like a major violent offense that he was charged with. So, like, why drugs? Like, why? Why? Wasn't he charged with, like, embezzlement or some, like, fraud money thing?
0: Yeah. So, I like, How do the cops know that it was Bailey <laughs> that had it? I, I mean, don't know. He's just, like, doing it to himself. Like, he's turning himself in, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, because like, well, it's, like, what cop friends does he know? Right. Like, it just, like, like felt, like, out of left field. It really did. Not, I mean, kind of the storyline. But, like, we also knew that Bailey was probably hiding in something. But, like, just the way that Jason went about things felt out of left field. Yeah, it was just,
1: like, it was almost just, like, it kept, like, stacking the deck. Yeah. And just, like, kept going and going and building and building. And so that's why I was waiting for as bad as it sounds i was kind of waiting for someone to get hit over the head or something i don't know why
0: maybe because well, i watched too many lifetime movies but it's kind <laughs> of where i thought it was at. well and it was also like okay we've had this big revelation like nothing else can top it right and then it was like boom like another ball is dropping And it was just like mm-hmm. wait what is going on yeah well okay so like in the cold open when jason <laughs> told john after she walked away he was like my wife deserves the best did you kind of like chuckle I did yeah I did because I was just like and John's just like standing there <laughs>
1: yeah there's so many things just, yeah exactly because it's like there are a couple things you can mean by that is literally like John's not the best and he is or he was trying to sound sincere but now that we know who he is is not act like a person now it's just
0: like that was not
1: sincere to anyone at all so
0: well, and, like, he knew that Bailey wanted a divorce. And, like, she mm-hmm. had said that. So why are and you And they'd gone back and wife? forth for years. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are you just saying my wife to, like, hint it back to John that, like, she's mine?
1: Or yeah, to
0: make John just make him, like, make himself feel, like, I don't know, less than? I, I don't yeah. know. It was just weird. Either sounds like crummy
1: things to do. Which, yeah. now that we know who Jason is it kind of doesn't surprise me yeah but I mean I don't know like I was surprised kind of surprised that he well when he was putting on the nice guy act was like he had the divorce papers in his hand he was like ready to go and I was just like that seems too easy we have like 40 minutes left something else is gonna happen yep (laughs) but I don't know. As you had tweeted out yesterday, let Bailey be happy was the nice hashtag, I thought, because that's, that's what we all want. I mean, because like I said, I'm surprised by how much I like John and Bailey. I want them to be happy and, for God's sake, go on a normal date. Right? Like, just one. I think I even think- in the preview, he had said, like, this is not a normal date or like yeah In yeah, the promo for next week yeah yeah so um yeah surveying her uh should be
0: ex-husband who's also an ex-con yeah not normal the man is, the man is a whole jinx in and of a, in and of himself though
1: like literally nyla was so right when she said
0: that she literally <laughs> dropped that. the facts she you was know? like let me just spill the tea here for you <laughs> oh my god yeah she was like a whole mood, then. Yeah, I mean, he is. He is a whole jinx, <laughs> personal and professionally, a whole yep. jinx. Yeah. So, I mean, that was fun, but
1: yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, I believe it is plane crash time,
0: which brings us
1: into everything. Yeah, John and Nyla.
0: Yeah, the plane crash is like the big storyline. Of the episode, Mm -hmm. I felt like. Um, but yeah, so Chenford sees the plane going down as they're making an arrest. Um, and Nyla and John, you know, they drive up, they see a big cloud of smoke, and the call is coming over the radio. Um, I don't know. I liked how it was slow motion as John and Nyla got out of the car and like the music like ramped up. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was just like them assessing the situation. I don't know, I just thought it was like a cool like feature. To do.
1: Yeah, I thought it was cool how like Chenverd, like it's like saw the plane going down, but it like stayed up. Yeah, so we could actually see it like kind of start to go lower and lower. Yeah.
0: Um, and so then Tim and Lucy roll up and uh, like they go over to the plane. There's no pilot there. Um, and I just love when Lucy's all sassy and she's like, "Well, that explains why it crashed." Um, oh, I didn't even hear that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so then Nyla's like, well, I'll start looking for prints. And John opens up a bag, like, in the plane. And his face is just an entire memeable expression. And then he's just like, uh, guys, we've got gold. I'm like, okay, well, where does this come from? I was expecting it to be, like, money. Like, it was, like, robbed from a bank.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I was not expecting gold. No, not either. So then, like, I loved how excited and fangirlish Lucy was when she, like, realizes that it's Levi Lincoln, um, who's a millionaire that killed his wife, and, like, you know, uh, that he was flying the plane. And so then, like, I also noticed her head tilt to Nyla when Nyla's like, yeah, well, that's helpful because we're in L.A. Um, It wasn't, like, focused on Lucy, but you could kind of see her in the um, side of the shot. Um, and so then we find out that Levi Lincoln is an inmate at a maximum security prison who broke out, um, of the facility with a plane full of gold. And I was like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you know, how, how is he getting out of that maximum security prison? So then Tim comes back and he says that Levi is actually still there. And so something's just not adding up to the officer's. Um, In my mind automatically just went to Oscar because we know he's in this episode. Um, And I mean, it's a big crime. Like, he's got something to do with it. I
1: literally
0: thought he was flying the freaking plane. So that's why when they said... I thought that it would just be hilarious that he did. Like... Like... Yeah. So then, you know, Levi's prince are on the plane and, you know, John and Nyla are getting buzzed into the prison. And I was her just sass and her bluntness, just everything about her, like I love it. Um, and she just like matter-of-factly says like I hate this prison," and just her like pessimistic view on things too. Like, <laughs> it's just it's so good because John is the optimist, and she's the pessimistic. Like their like, dynamic, literally, they're like
1: obviously they're not a ship no one come for me when i say this but literally it's like sunshine grumpy like they're the literal embodiment yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) literal embodiment of a friendship that's like that yeah so then john's just like okay well there's more that i still don't know about my partner um and we find out that like she doesn't hate prisons that she hasn't almost died in At this point, I was like, wait a minute, what?
1: That was... Well, okay, see, I don't know. Someone else would have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that was a a callback to... Oh, shoot, what is wrong with me?
0: Like, 204 or something?
1: Like, 218? Okay. Nah, 18, I think. When they went to the prison... Um, oh yeah, and there was that um with the juveniles, and they and the prison like uh riot broke out in a riot, yeah. yeah. I okay, think. I don't yeah, but know I still feel sure, like though.
0: there's I still feel like there's more behind that. Yeah, like what? Because we know she's been undercover too, and she would like be arrested. Okay. So I don't know, but I need to know more about Nyla Harper. Um and so then john's like well at least we're not here to see oscar and nyla just asks why he's all these jinxing them and like i said earlier it's not just them and their partnership it's literally his personal life too like the dynamic that these two have is just chef's kiss like that's all that's how i can explain that it. because it's just it's too good so then the doors open and you know they're talking to levi or so they think um and you know he's like that sounds like that's a you problem and nyla's just not putting up with it she's like i'm coming right to the chase so much when he said
1: that i was just like i think that's a you problem like sir do you know who you're talking to right now and he said that to john it wasn't to nyla (laughs) i know that's true though but i was just surprised like that yeah i mean because she she
0: looks so done with the situation yeah she's like i have every right to inspect you and so she like sits him down and i don't know i had to like i caught this last night and then like as i was re-watching the episode i had to rewind and i was like is she grabbing him by his ear please that's what i thought too i was like like, girl you were yeah i was like what (laughs) is happening i mean i know that like some cops can get like handsy or like you know not rough but like yeah i don't know a little bit like that i guess but i just yeah. wasn't expecting that i was like okay mm-hmm. i mean all right he wasn't like resisting no. it didn't seem like it i don't know i feel like that's also just like her sassy way <laughs> but then like she finds that he's like a plastic surgery scar on him like on his forehead and i was just mm-hmm. like wait what how does that make sense i don't know but I just kind of like brushed over that because I was like, well, this clearly is not the guy that they're supposedly looking for. So then, like, we find out that uh, Levi paid this guy five million up front and five million upon the completion of the sentence. My so, jaw was like dropped. I was just like, on. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then I was like, yeah, no, there's someone else who helped them pull this off. Like, you know, there there has to be so the inmate is like i'm not saying another word because then i'll be dead so they get outside of the cell and john's just like do you think it was the garden the guards or the warden or both um and he just like poses the question indirectly of working with oscar and nyla's like hard pass um but john like reminds her that it's oscar's prison and he's been helpful in the past he is helpful but like he does it for his own gain.
1: right? Uh,
0: and so then nyla's like this is because she jinxed us i mean she's not wrong <laughs> so then they meet with oscar like later in the episode and he just like blurts out he's like it's my favorite law enforcement officers i mean that's so true of oscar to say that but like also same mm-hmm. same um yeah so then john's just like well this isn't about you and oscar just like seems hurt by it and he's like you're seeing other cops or other criminals <laughs> and yeah they are like it doesn't revolve around you so then um you know like we find out why oscar is all beaten up and has his arm in the sling um and it's because he snitched on an inmate who is in the prison for life and like everyone turned on him apparently. So now he's like in solitary uh, or like uh, what is it? Um, I have it written down. I am losing my train of thought right now. Protective custody. There we go. So, okay. I was thinking about this as I was rewatching the episode today. I was like, so who has Oscar worked with or came across? Wesley and Angela. Um, mm-hmm. He was arrested by Jackson. Has he worked with Chenford yet? I can't remember. Um, I don't think so. I feel like the last ups- or the last season when they like went up to his doorstep or whatever and told him about his daughter you know because like angela was pregnant and she was like he stabbed my husband and i'm pregnant so but i That's think that true. was john and nyla anyway yeah yeah i, I don't remember that i yeah that was them. Um, i don't think i
1: don't think chenford has worked with oscar
0: no but they need to because i could just see tim like ripping him a new one <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so then um Oscar knows Lincoln and he knows some things about him, but obviously it'll cost John and Nyla because of course it would like nothing's ever easy with him. So then he's like, you know, I want out of prison in exchange for everything I know. And, you know, apparently like, because he pissed off the wrong person. Now he's looking at spending the rest of his life in protective custody, uh, which means no one to talk to. So he's like concerned for his sanity and nyla's just like i know exactly what you want a prison transfer which includes a letter of support from a cop so nolan doesn't even have to like be asked to the question of will he do it he's just like i'll do it and then oscar's like didn't you like get arrested yourself because you were accused of killing a cop like (laughs) he just brings up the armstrong situation and no one's like i was exonerated for that and you know that like please oh my god that was hilarious i love the parallels to like season two season three Mm -hmm. mostly season two that this show has brought up lately in this season Mm
1: it's
0: so good so then she reluctant like you know the only option in the situation is zyla she reluctantly agrees to it and you know he's like here you can send it to this person but she like pulls the paper out of his book And she takes it and she just like looks back at him like suspiciously. Uh, She comes back in with the letter and like, you know, reads part of it. And she's like, oh, well, I sent it to or I faxed it off to our district, not your lawyer. And, you know, but like she wants to find out the prison personnel that Levi paid off to pull off this situation. And it turns out that it was a warden and four guards that he paid off. So then, um, you know, like, they're, they've they got what they need from him. So then later in the episode, Tim tells Gray that they've got, you know, several 911 calls about a man parachuting by Echo Park. And by the time that the police got there, he's gone. Okay. I noticed that Lucy is just watching Tim so intently. Well, he tells miss that, too. Like, she's just watching him. And her side profile, like, watching him, like, the kind of faint smirk, smile on her face that you could kind of see. I was just, like, mesmerized by it. Um, I don't know. I just love how Melissa and Eric put, like, everything they've gotten to these characters. I mean, the entire cast does, but it's Melissa and Eric's, like, micro expressions. And just, like, the way, like, the body language that isn't scripted. That they, like, yeah. give off. It's just, again, chef's kiss. Um, yeah. Well, because it also reminds me of, like, the promo
1: photos for next week's episode. Like, I did, well, I know I had done like a what normal fans see versus what Chenford fans see, and it was just, like, um, Tim looking at Lucy, like, while she was just, like, talking to Tamara. But I don't know yeah. if that was just, like, in you know, intently listening. See, and I know this that with Cause... other ships
0: too, and, like, it's just it's good it's just they just feed crumbs like and i remember other ships the actors of other ships saying like well it's not really scripted but we find ways to put it in and Mm -hmm. like to bring in some of what these characters would do like anyway into the script and (laughs) so i just feel like that's kind of what eric and melissa do
1: yeah of course i don't even know if they probably realize that they're doing it because eric didn't really realize that like their
0: movements are like
1: the same all the time (laughs)
0: yeah I don't know so then Angela comes up comes over to them in a leopard print blazer I want it so much to which I just have to say okay go off queen like she just pulled off that entire look the straight hair the blazer the graphic tee I was like okay I love it um and she says that she tracks the Cessna's path um and it took off from Sonoma which is home to one of Levi's many estates. Then like local police found the backyard all dug up, and they're deducing that that's where he got the gold. So then Lucy's like, she's so smart. She's like, well, he still needs money, so if he hid the gold bricks in his vacation home, then what else is he hiding and where? So Chenford pays a visit to the LA home, Um, and I loved Lucy's line of the rich. They live just like us. Um, (laughs) It's kind of like I don't know like uh, optimistic in a way I don't know it was just like a little sassy I guess um -hmm. and it just reminded me of like a feature that trashy magazines do and they say the stars are just like us like you know and it's (laughs) pictures of them going to the grocery store or whatever (laughs) and yeah I don't know I just I loved it So then they get to the LA house. The housekeeper opens up and at first says that Levi's not there. Like, you know, she's taking care of the home. Um, But then they hear yelling. And so she's like, you know, she's in the backyard with the, with the guy. Um, And so they go and then, you know, they see a gun to the guy's head and a shootout happens. Um, But Levi escapes on a motorcycle. And so then like towards the end end part of the episode, we find out that there was no movement on Levi Lincoln over the past 24 hours. So John just reminds them that like, there is one rich friend that they aren't watching and that's Lincoln civil. So um, they get a call and Levi forced his way into the shop home um, and forced her to like money, like send a money wire of $4 million to a Cayman's, Cayman Islands account. So basically he's fleeing the country. And then, you know, they're like, well, he wouldn't use a commercial plane to do that. So he's using a private airfield. And so then John and Nyla arrive on the scene um, and he starts shooting, running into the airplane hangar. And after more shots are being fired, like he tries to escape out the side entrance, but is met with Chenford and their guns drawn. And Tim's hi, sends me. It reminds me of Angela's hey how's it going or something from the pilot episode. <laughs> She's like looking up. Yeah. Um, that was the I think the rookie rewatch
1: did I say that right? Yeah. The yeah. account tweeted it um, that that was the like behind the scenes moment where Eric and Melissa just like couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. So, so that was fun because like Lucy I swear to God she was like standing up like on the um like on the door jam of the car or something yeah or like whatever to make herself seem taller (laughs) obviously I don't know that was
0: like like, that was like my new favorite moment of theirs on duty
1: I know it was so quick so I have
0: to go back and rewatch it was so good yeah like it was just badass so Mm -hmm. but yeah they ended up taking down Levi Lincoln and that was about it for the plane crash Mm -hmm. Oscar was involved but not in the way that we thought (laughs) It's a bummer but it would have been good yeah i still oh my gosh it is
1: yeah i don't know i kind of it would be funny if somehow he could just like keep helping them out mm-hmm. with their cases but then he would get so many free favors yeah so wouldn't really be worth it but it's just so funny like he just mm-hmm. brings Uh, much-needed comedy
0: to the show yeah definitely
1: so okay now we have um Wesley and James which was like the duo that I never knew that I needed the duo that no one never knew that no one knew that they ever needed yep exactly because it's just so crazy to me how they just like casually run into each other because like James is walking into the station as Wesley's walking out um and like as they're kind of in passing like james happens to ask wesley if he can represent this kid that he knows named tyler stent um wesley says that he can't because of his unfortunate suspension sad face he's oh my god poor wesley um so he's just like you know james is like sorry about that that happened to him um so he's like so then what are you gonna do now and he's like wesley's just like ready to be done for the day and like his next uh order of business is to go find a bar to go drink at um, and james tech uh, tells him to text him and like not drink alone wesley says that he'll take him up on that offer which apparently he does because their next scene is uh the two of them coming back to like wesley and angela's house uh drunk as can be and being like total dorks and just like they want to order pizza and garlic knots,
0: and they're gonna just like they're just gonna sit like and be I chill mean, where was our invite to that night too so funny
1: and just like yeah i don't oh my god it's just so funny because like i said i didn't know that i needed this duo for one but then like this duo uh drunk was like just extra just, yeah just extra um but in the best yes. way possible um and just like they like stumble in and james is like your husband can't hold his liquor and wesley's like that it. i'm fine <laughs> yep. and just like i swear to god they're just like practically holding hands it was just so funny like i see a total bromance happening and just like but of course it's not you know like Angela like lets James uh stay over for dinner which is why they're gonna order pizza and all that but they're also gonna talk um like policies and plea deals and don't get Wesley started on plea deals but James kind of cuts him off and is like he could come help him at the community center since people go in there all the time asking uh like different legal questions and Mm -hmm. so that's how Wesley gets involved with the case that Lucy was working earlier Um, because the kid that James had mentioned in passing in the first scene that they had together was Tyler and Tyler was a kid that Lucy signed out on a JCR which I looked it up because I am who I am and um, at least by the definition of like the San Diego Police Department it says it's like a juvenile contact report So it's, I'm assuming, like, just information on, like, who the kid is, like, where they would be, and, like, why they're getting out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And so that kind of meant that he would get to go home tonight instead of spending the night in a jail cell. And um, Chenford had arrested him earlier for, like, trying to deal drugs sell drugs, I don't something of that nature, um, with substances. And so like, so yeah, so Lucy had signed him out. So like he got to go like be free essentially. Mm -hmm. Um and so he met somehow James got him to the community center. Wesley was there as well. And they were trying to like get like kind of get a plan in motion um to like get Tyler a job so you could pay back the money he owed for the drugs that were lost when he got busted. Um, And, like, he was, like, you have to lay low, you can't be on your phone, you can't tell people, like, where you're gonna go and all this. Um, But then, Curtis, who I'm assuming is Tyler's, like, boss, or, like, Mm -hmm. higher up in the drug uh, game, came in and was, like, he needs to pay up by tomorrow. Um... And that, I mean, that made Tyler understandably nervous. Um, While I appreciate that it's in Wesley's nature to stand up for the little guy, I'm over here like, dude, you literally just got your license, like, taken away. Right. Why are you already going toe-to-toe with drug dealers? Like, why? (laughs) Why? Um, But it was nice that, you know, like, I don't know, like, Wesley and James make a good team. And I feel like they could really do good for that community center.
0: I hope to see more of them.
1: Yeah. If they maybe quit going toe-to-toe with like
0: all these shady characters, though. But they both have uh, significant others who are cops, so So it could help them out. So true. There you go. Problem solved. Um. (laughs) As if (laughs) Wesley has not came in contact and been hurt before by criminals.
1: I know. The bats like think
0: about it though. I don't like the to think stab about wounds.
1: Do you mind that is like, like
0: do you you might want to think this through a little bit better? Eh. I mean, I
1: don't know. I just like he's passionate though. Yeah. I just I enjoy that he's
0: passionate. Um, and I feel like he and James have that in common um okay so i'm looking at promo photos and the description for next week's episode um okay wesley's shirt with that jacket was white right with like polka dots kind of he's wearing that in 411 too so i'm wondering if, for, if 411's got to pick up like right where 410 left off hmm. interesting because wesley is definitely in the same clothes meeting with Bailey and Nolan um and then like we obviously know what's going on with uh Jason and Nolan and the episode description says okay wait um I want to go back and see if that Curtis is who Aaron and Nyla are meeting with I don't think so but he did look familiar to me um Because Curtis is in next week's episode. But I don't think that that's who they're meeting with. I'm going to look and find out. I don't believe so. But
1: I don't know. 100%. Because,
0: I mean, the storylines connect in The Rookie. Like, they always do. So, I want to find out. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Uh, Okay. Okay. Oh, and this is also,
1: like, the case that Wesley was involved in is where Lucy met uh, the newest ADA named Chris. Yes,
0: what? <laughs> okay, um, the <laughs> guy that Nyla and uh, Aaron are meeting with in the promo photos, like, in that fancy-looking apartment, that is Curtis. So,
1: nice.
0: yeah, so... um. <laughs> Nylon's getting involved in this curtis case Nylon, and aaron oh yeah well okay it'll be interesting that's for sure (laughs) yeah yeah all right anyway i'm okay i'm back (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: oh so yeah so lucy had met um chris and he's fresh out of law school essentially it's only like four months on the job and yet he was trying to tell her how to do hers like um one rude two no and three like just go away from like sunshine lucy chen okay thanks bye like <laughs> i was so not here for it like i i don't know i mean i appreciated the fact that she like had to come back ready though and was like yeah come back here in a year and a half and then tell me like yes queen go off like i was glad that she put him in his place because he was being a jerk like worse than like pilot tim was to her
0: yeah <laughs> like i don't but, like that but she stood up for herself this time mm-hmm. and didn't did. take any bs and i loved that
1: you yeah. know i mean because i know i mentioned this earlier like before we started recording but like i was not one of the people that immediately jumped on the oh my gosh, she could be a potential love interest for Lucy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want it to happen. I'm still not on that train. I don't, I mean, sure, he's attractive, um, but he was a complete ass hat to her. Like, I was not, I still just don't see, I mean, yeah, sure, they would be a pretty, like, pair um, for maybe, like, a one-time thing, but just, like, I can't see it. I just can't see it. Because his second interaction with Lucy didn't go any better because he essentially blamed her for Tyler's arrest because he got... Even though Lucy signed him out originally, he ended up robbing a woman at a store and she had a heart attack. So if she dies, he could be indicted on manslaughter charges. Mm -hmm. But sure, you know, it's Lucy's fault for actually, gosh, gee, I don't know, giving him another chance, the benefit of the doubt. Like, I just... Oh my gosh, because, like, she had told Chris, Lucy had told Chris earlier, she was, like, his first offense, like, the drugs was, like, a non-violent one, so she had no reason to suspect that, like, he would do anything, and just so it's, like, I just did not like this whole thing for Lucy. Like, it's not her fault, and I, I don't appreciate this Chris person just coming in because like here I thought the second interaction he was actually gonna apologize but no he did not apologize he just made it so much worse and just like yeah I don't know because there are like I mean in psychology there's like predictors or like predicting factors for things you know like there are warning signs all the time but just you can't always catch everything and just like Like I said, I don't think it's Lucy's fault. I don't appreciate that Chris just came, like, waltzed in and just, like, bothered her again. Like, I just, yeah. I didn't like the whole thing for her. Um, I felt bad for Tyler when he was, like, being brought out, like, for transport, I assume. Yeah. Um, And he had, like, talked to, and he had seen, well, seen uh, Lucy and talked to, like, Wesley and James a little bit. Yeah. and just like, you know, cause he, he had panicked and like his nerves got the better of him, but he is a kid. Like uh-huh. your brain's not even fully, you know, like formed and properly developed till you're like mid twenties. So yeah, like, yeah, he was just a kid. He panicked. He wanted to get the money so he could, you know, pay off, uh, Curtis quickly. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just still oh, I felt bad for for the kid. And so definitely if it does come back in next week's episode, at least the Curtis part, I will be interested to see if like Lucy's involved at all too.
0: Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I wonder if she's involved with all of the Tamara stuff and um, you know, that kid that Tamara is with, who we see Tim arresting. And the promo photos. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Because I feel like when she saw Tyler getting arrested that it did hit her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's just going to, like, that case is going to hit close to home with her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So then we have Chenford slash Tim and Ashley. Um And, oh, my God, the episode, like, after the cold open started off with this. And, I mean, I tweeted at one point last night. I was like, it's 25 minutes in. And, like, I'm still not over that because it was just too good. Um, Tim is making breakfast in a gray jacket and black shirt, might I add. Um, His kitchen is extremely nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, it's just, it's a great house that he's living in um but then ashley's like i'm not really a breakfast person and she comes out like putting on her jacket and tim's reaction is hilarious he's just like yeah no this is for kojo excuse me and (laughs) because she's kind of like blocking the way for him to like you know go over to kojo's bowl and tim's like you kind of need to move like i have to give this (laughs) to my dog and so then i don't know like during the scene i was just like on the ground like i didn't know what to focus on his house him. The fact that he's making a special breakfast for Kojo. Like, Ashley coming out. I, I don't know. I was just like, wait. I, there's too much to focus on. Like, my brain cannot process all of this. So then Ashley's like, salmon and eggs for a dog. And Tim's just like, he's, an, he's just a proud, dedicated dog dad. And he's just like, well, I don't make it every day. But, you know, he has so much his cholesterol. And so Kojo comes over. We see dog dad Tim in action. Like, he starts praising him. He's, like, petting him. I mean, it's just, at this point, I'm just a puddle of feelings. And so then Kojo, like, stops barking, like, because Ashley, like, inches closer. Um, Tim's, like, setting the alarm on the house and everything, and so Ashley's, like, getting ready to leave. And Kojo stops stops eating and starts barking at Ashley, and she's, like, physically jumping at his barks. Like, well he is like a bigger dog so his barks do come off as like louder um so i mean i would jump too especially when like those barks did seem like harsh mean kind Mm of um but i mean he's not like a mean dog so then like she's like physically jumping and she's like you know how long have you had kojo we find out that tim's had him for a year And he was just like, you know, he was Lucy's dog, but she couldn't keep him. So Kojo doesn't let up on the barking. And Tim's just like, it's probably just because he's not used to you being here. Um, And so then he's like, well, maybe you should put your hand out, like, to show him that, you know, you're friendly. And she's like, maybe another day because the alarm's gonna, you know, set. And so, yeah. So, okay, one, we know she slept over, right? Because it's safe to assume that's why she's there and so then again it's safe to assume that they did that second of all <laughs> you're gonna hate me because when i was rewatching this i totally thought of it i don't know why i didn't think of it last night but when lucy stayed over and 401 they definitely had a family moment like with the dog you know they probably something yeah 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 i because yeah, like lucy yeah because lucy stayed
1: well of course they had to go like they had to go rather quickly because they got that call or whatever to go
0: yeah but like i still yeah i'm (laughs) choosing to believe that she like was over there you know like quite a while before they decided to like get ready for bed and yeah i like spiraled myself into a breakdown today when Mm -hmm. i was like filling this out um so then yeah I, i don't know i'm also surprised that lucy like hasn't taken back kojo yet i mean not that like kojo is like you know like an an inanimate object to where they can just like pass him from person to person like he's not um but i'm honestly surprised that she didn't she hasn't like taken him back because jackson didn't really like kojo and like lucy got kojo to like help her deal with the kidnapping from season Mm -hmm. two and i would think she would want him for like emotional support after Jackson passed yeah maybe I don't know I mean of course
1: I mean Kojo could remind her of Jackson but that's true she would still go over I mean because she I'm choosing to believe that Lucy still interacts with Kojo obviously oh yeah
0: definitely I don't Um, know then I was thinking like well maybe Tamara doesn't like him or like he's just very weary around people that like he doesn't know and he doesn't know Tamara but I don't know that are like Lucy's place isn't big enough for Kojo something I don't know I was just like why hasn't she taken him back yet or like why didn't she offer to take him you know so that like Ashley didn't feel uncomfortable I don't know it was just like okay yeah, yeah. I don't know I was also just like overthinking it um, <laughs> but then I don't know it would also make sense for Kojo to go back with Lucy because like Tamara's there and she could like take him out on walks and like play with him and let him you know go out um because tim was like trisha will be here in an hour or whatever for your walk okay well Tamara could easily go over to tim's too to take Hojo on a walk i mean she's in school obviously but like she's in college and those classes are a little bit more broken up sometimes than like high school so like true why can't she go over there <laughs> why, like, why does this Trisha person need to go over to Tim's house? It just doesn't make any sense. Um, so, then the next time we see Tim, like, he's driving the shop with Lucy. This was the sneak peek that we were all freaking out over um, on New Year's Eve because that's when they dropped it. Um, and she's like, you know, how's it going with Ashley? Uh, so, she knows that they're dating, she knows that they're sleeping with each other at this point. Um, she found out in four oh eight that he was seeing someone. So I don't like the fact that she knows that they're sleeping together though, can we just pretend that you didn't say that? <laughs> I mean, I would assume that she would. I don't know if would she assumes so. for this, but like when he was like, "Yeah, there was some weirdness this morning." I mean, true. I don't know. It just then that implies that yeah stayed over. Um, Ugh, fine. But then like, so she found out in four oh eight, and it's four ten. So I don't know how much time has went by in the rookie like universe but i need to know like
1: i mean i would assume like it's like to current times because like i remember wesley's christmas lights or christmas tree or something were still or was still up and like the district still had a few lingering christmas decorations so i don't know if it's like current times maybe a couple weeks
0: i Um, don't know but like i just need to know do they talk about her a lot who initiates the conversations like you know is it lucy that's mainly asking how they're doing i just need to know
1: especially since like tim when he was with rachel was like this might be surprising but we don't actually talk about you
0: yeah yeah (laughs) so then um you know he's like well there was weirdness you know this morning and he thinks that she doesn't like kojo um and so then right away like proud and protective dog mom lucy steps in and she's like well then you need to break up with her. And she claims that she liked or likes Ashley. But then Tim's like, that's BS because you gave me grief that she's a lifeguard. And she's like, well, I just don't consider it a career. And then Tim's also like, the last time that we talked about it, you know, you, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, again, I need to know how often they talk about this. Like, and also, they feel comfortable talking about it with the body cams on like again this is just i really like overthink this um but then yeah i don't know i just i want to know how long like she's actually known that like him and ashley have been dating so then um lucy's like well if she doesn't like kojo like she's gotta go And to which I have to say, Lucy, please be more obvious that you're jealous. Like, you could not hide that. Um, So then, like, when she also says destroyer of chew toys, the way that she says it just, like, radiates proud dog mom moments. Like, I just, I know that she brings over a new chew toy for Kojo. Like, every few days plays with him, like, taking him on walks. And then Tim just, like... Watches them with a smile on his face and just like gives that lingering, like lovingly look, and I just I know that that happens. So <laughs> yeah, it's 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 canon for me in my head. Like it's fine. So then, like Ashley later on in the episode calls Lucy, and she just wants to know like what's up with Kojo, and like why did she give him to Tim and all of that. So then, um, you know, she like questions if he was aggressive. Or, you know, just like a bad dog. And Lucy's like, no, it was just the living situation wasn't right. But Kojo's the sweetest. And then she asks Lucy point blank if she doesn't like dogs. I mean, now Lucy is just like, she's making it even more obvious. So then Ashley's like, well, I just had a bad experience once when I was a kid. Um, So then we get a parallel to season two, episode 13. Um, And I didn't know this at the time. Just because I was like so much in my Jennifer feels. But um, Lucy described Kojo as being like Tim while looking at Tim. You know, saying he's big, gruff, a whole lot of bark. But, you know, underneath all of it, he's a sweetheart. Um, and it's the parallel to when he when she was talking to Rachel about Tim in 213. So then... Um, mm, 203. Oh, 203. Sorry. Um, so then...
1: There's well, two. So t- no
0: 203 that was a bet that was a bet yeah okay yeah it was like <laughs> eight. 213 was like after the kidnapping um so then lucy like tells ashley she should tell him like how she feels and lucy's just like yeah hard pass because you don't come between a guy and his dog um so then like i don't know i caught it like on my second rewatch she just like hangs up like lucy's like caught off guard and ashley's like yeah i gotta go and just like hangs up like no bye nothing like that like okay that's a little weird but whatever um so then lucy catches up to tim in the parking garage and that's uh like you know after their shift and she tells him that he needs to listen to ashley because she doesn't want to hear him mope on shift about like screwing this up and so Lucy's just like walking away, and Tim's like, I don't mope. I don't even know how to do that. And Lucy's just like, Yeah, okay, sure. Um, yep. So I appreciated Tim's question
1: of like, Well, and you care so much about my love life because, yeah,
0: like, hello. Also, like, Chenford does parking garage scenes like no other. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not really any other ship that does parking garage scenes, but if there was, chenford would be superior in it so (laughs) i mean there's no other ships that i watch at least that do that those scenes so then um at the end of the episode we close it out and tim wants ashley to feel as comfortable at his place as she feels at home i mean one that's not necessarily gonna happen because like you are in someone else's house and if you're like just starting to date them like it is weird it's weird to, like, be in someone else's, like, personal space like that. Um, but yeah. then, like, he hands her a can of t- treats and Kojo, like, doesn't listen. Um, you know, like, she holds one up, tells him to, like, you know, s- lay down or whatever. Um, and she's really nice about it. And then Tim's like, maybe, like, a firmer voice will do. Um, so then, like, Kojo starts to warm up to her, starts kissing her face. And Tim's all like, that's my job. Uh, I don't know it just was cringy for that moment I mean like the scene was cute but I was just like the dog is literally like all over Ashley I was like Tim not your best flirting move dude I also just don't like dogs kissing me on the face so I was just like this is a really like cringy scene I don't know um but then yeah when he was like that's my job I was like uh yeah with Lucy like (laughs) (laughs) whenever whenever you two get your stuff together that's your job with her like it's fine um but then like Tim gives her that look that like lovingly look and again that should be reserved for Lucy I'm just saying so fair yeah that was it for the Chenford Ashley of it all I don't know it was interesting it was definitely surprising
1: because I know people were like wondering if like when we saw their promo photos at first, if Ashley was, like, spying on Chenford somehow. But no, it was actually Ashley, like, trying to make things work with him and, like, calling Lucy for help. Yeah. You see that in all, like, romance movies, though? Like, the it's like... Like, the it's, creepy, it's, like, stalker. Well, I mean, that, but then also, like, the, um, you know, like, I mean, Tim and Lucy are, like, friends now, but just, like, you know, it's, like, best friends you know like then the girlfriend calls the best friend Mm -hmm. who you know also happens to be in love with the other
0: friend but yeah I also wonder if like okay so the episode didn't necessarily end with Tim and Ashley but I wonder if it'll like pick up next episode I'm sure that it will because of the whole like John and Jason stuff and Mm -hmm. then like are we going to get another Tim and Ashley like morning scene? Surely they wouldn't do two kitchen scenes back to back. And no. ending the episode with the kitchen. And then my brain just goes to the part that none of us Chenford chippers want to see. <laughs> what, like a bed scene? I mean, I didn't say you did, so. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we that saw art- it with
1: Rachel and Tim and i didn't completely hate it but yeah should be should be Lucy.
0: yeah
1: hopefully th- will be soon
0: i don't know i i don't know of any other scenes that they could do where they would like incorporate ashley and tim and like i mean maybe in the family room but like i don't know it just yeah i guess a bed scene just makes sense if it means we get shirtless Tim I'm here (laughs) for that I am that's true um yeah so then we have just a little bit of Lopez because hi I am Wesley trash especially after last night him in that jacket I was like okay I love him in a suit but like I can get behind this look too um yeah Wesley hasn't heard back from the state bar yet and so Angela's like you know he hasn't slept the last few nights hope he hears back soon and then like on cue he comes in and they say that he's like suspended that his license is suspended for six months i mean that's better than being completely disbarred yeah so it sucks though that he can't like practice law yeah that amount of time so then um you know like he says that he can appeal it but it won't make a difference because he broke client confidentiality um and the state bar takes that very very seriously so then but like he's not even worried about the suspension like he's worried about this list that, of lawyers that he's on now um and it has lawyers listed who have taken bribes from their clients like you know who have basically embezzled um and so that so he just says like for the rest of his career like any potential clients will see that he's been censured so that kind of stinks to hear but he'll yeah. make the best of it i'm sure Mm-hmm.
1: obviously he's already trying with the whole community center thing so it's like i hope yes we see more of it it'd be cool to have like angela stop by the community center if they yes. keep that going and like see him doing good because i feel like she's worrying about him even though she doesn't necessarily need to yeah or that
0: yeah. yeah um but i mean if we get more community center scenes we get more james mm-hmm. and i'm here for that yeah maybe James with Nyla or Lila oh that'd be cute I mean I doubt that'll happen but like a girl can dream so yes we can manifest and dream all the things yes so then that was it for the episode we have some listener thoughts so do you want to start off with Mindy's yeah um so Mindy had said um Wesley and James
1: being drunk together I didn't know I needed that friendship until this episode same oh she thinks they could do a podcast together (laughs) that was funny because we had talked about angela and wesley doing a podcast when they were first on like maternity and paternity leave oh my god james and wesley though that'd
0: be so that'd be fun yeah especially because angela was like oh they're just trying to like fix the justice system Mm -hmm. i mean that would be amazing you know Wesley with all of his free time could start a podcast honestly yeah and have Angela as a guest James as a guest or a co-host like whatever mm-hmm. I would be here for that yeah um and
1: he also said the episode needed more Angela and Nyla yep yeah
0: yep definitely, definitely agree more Angela I mean we've seen some of Nyla like because she was partnered with John but it definitely needed more Angela
1: mm-hmm yeah, I agree. Um they liked Lucy and Chris paralleling Lopez a bit. Oh, right, right. We had talked about that before we started recording. Um, the like enemies to lovers kind of trope or just like the arguing. Yeah. Um over how to do
0: one's job. Like the frenemies. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah um and chris chen for a ship name quite possibly if he does like stick around i don't know i haven't seen anything
0: he is he... back next up so oh, he is uh, okay yeah. okay well then there you go okay i'm really taking off it's again it's got to be dealing like the the stuff with curtis has to be connecting to the Tamara stuff oh probably has to be because that kid that they arrested that tyler mm-hmm. he's got to be around tomorrow's age too if yeah. not like maybe a little bit younger mm-hmm. i can definitely see lucy and chris like paralleling bopez a little bit um maybe not in like definitely not in the sense that like they get married or anything but like oh God, no a fling you know like just stress of the day or something or you know like chris just annoys lucy so much but she like kind of likes it something like that or he thinks Mm -hmm. that like her sassiness and like the no quit in her is like cute or something yep they can
1: have like a one-time they can have one-time thing and then just be like
0: okay got that out of my system yeah (laughs) i'm fine with that yeah i mean they're not bad um i thought last night and i'm Probably gonna get roasted for this um oh. they almost looked like brother and sister we'll see I thought they
1: were I, like I don't know why I thought we we're gonna meet any of Lucy's family I was over here like oh, okay is that gonna be Lucy's cousin or like what is this like yeah I don't know because they both have like just similar like obviously like dark features dark hair similar like just facial features and just I don't know. I just for whatever reason thought it was going to I don't know. Just I like I said,
0: I had not jumped on the Lucy Love Interest ship or er, train. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't know. They almost look like they could be siblings or um like family members. Um one of his Instagram posts does say like in the caption Proud half Chinese boy, so like they're both Asian American. Yeah. So I I don't know. Again, just something (laughs) that I had noticed and was like, I mean, I can kind of see it. So yeah. I mean,
1: at least you didn't say that Chenford were like brother and sister. So no,
0: no. Um. So then M said, I already feel like you're going to talk about Wesley in more casual attire now that he's been suspended for six months. I mean, let's face it, the man will probably still pull out a suit like every now and then to wear. I feel like that's totally. just like his personal personality trait at this point. Um, and then she asked, like, for our thoughts on his plans for the next few months. I mean, definitely helping with the community center stuff. We mm-hmm. see him in the promo photos for next week, like talking to Bailey and Nolan. Mm-hmm. So they either need Wesley's help with like the Jason stuff. Or Wesley needs their help for the Curtis stuff. I'm going with it's, like, for Jason, though.
1: Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Um, I feel like Wesley had already mentioned, like, that he was going to, you know, maybe spend more time with Jack. Maybe, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, be at home. So I'm all for dad, Wesley. I also feel like Wesley will find ways and not in a bad way or anything to like lend his um expertise to like nyla uh with donovan's stuff and then um mm-hmm. no like lucy tim you know he'll find ways to like help all of them which will be really awesome to see
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah definitely. and then i mean his friendship with james is adorable and like i want to see more of it i want to see a double date with Nyla and James, and then Welpez. Mm-hmm. I'm mad that we didn't see that last night, but it's fine. Yeah, that would be fun.
1: Um, Ricardo said, "Why? Oh, why Tim has a home alarm, and what does the code
0: mean? Oh, right. Um, everyone's hyper fixating on that, and I don't yeah. think that it's anything to like really worry about." <laughs>
1: I don't know because we had talked about it before we hopped on here and we're like, could be a birthday, could be a like, you know, other important date in his life. Um, I mean, the I, I from
0: last night's episode said good because she responded to a tweet from someone that asked for the significance to Tim's alarm code. And she said, good question about the passcode. I can truthfully say it's all in the angles. But that's not to say you can't come up with a more Tim-deserving reason that he is that code. Uh, characters come to life in some beautifully ex- unexpected ways. So, I mean, it's just, it's all in the angles. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know, because I had, I had a thought and it slipped my mind. Something... Oh, well, I had mentioned that his, like, old badge number had, like, three of those numbers, but Mm -hmm. doubtful that that's really anything that he would do. So, I don't know. I, like, like I had said earlier, like, before we hopped on here, if they had showed it just once, I wouldn't have thought much of it, but they showed it twice, so.
0: Yeah, and, like, made a point to, like, zoom in on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know.
1: I'm sure it'll come back around, maybe. I don't know. Um, Ricardo's also convinced that Ashley is the secret. Yeah. I'm not entirely. I'm glad she warmed up to Kojo, but, like, I don't know. I just see, like, another obstacle in she and Tim's future, unfortunately.
0: Yeah yeah i don't Mm -hmm. know if i think that she is a secret i think she's just she's gonna be like cognizant of kojo and like Mm -hmm. what lucy means to tim because like tim had said with a smile on his face too like lucy gave me kojo so Mm -hmm. i mean is she going to realize at some point like lucy and tim are really close friends like is that a good thing bad thing like what so Mm -hmm. who knows yeah um
1: kojo is team chenford yes um i was kind of bummed that we didn't actually get a chenford and kojo scene yeah in the episode that would have been nice oh Ricardo says he should be listed in the credits (laughs) (laughs) yeah yep yeah main character chenford's pseudo child but they i mean they're they're technically they co-parent the dog so there you go um, need more screen time for Grey, Angela, and Nyla. Yep. Agreed. Um, Chris is cute but didn't act likable. Yeah. I also agree. It,
0: yeah. He looks... I don't know. With this show, like, I can't judge them the first time around. Like, I have to, like, let them warm up to me. Yeah. Because, like, Tim did. There was another character that did too. I was just like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta warm up to you here for a minute.
1: Fair. Um, Ricardo also expected Oscar to be in the plane. Yes, I did too. <laughs> I was yes. kind of surprised that he wasn't. Honestly, though, I kind of felt that like Oscar somehow like planted uh, Levi's fingerprints in the plane, and I'm like, but why would he do that? <laughs> yeah like i don't know i was reaching i was yeah i was so uh dead set i totally thought oscar was gonna be on the plane
0: well i mean you see oscar's name in the episode description and you're like okay he's back he's like our favorite cameo why is he here and we know that he's always up to something and wanting some kind of like freebie from the cops so right. what was he up to right um, and then Janine said that she loved she loves any scene for Lucy and Tim, but Tim, like, really makes Kojo salmon and eggs. Uh, does Lucy know that? I mean, I would think that, I would like to think that she was the one that, like, researched it and was like, do you know, eggs and salmon are good for a dog's cholesterol and, like, they should have this two to three days a week or whatever? Exactly. It like, Lucy was like definitely the one do. that did that. And Tim probably just like rolled his eyes and was like, "Okay, whatever." But like inside was like, "Okay, I'm gonna make my dog that now, like, or make our dog that." Mm-hmm. Um. And then she said, "Dogs are the best judge of character." I'm sorry, anybody that would go around their boyfriend's back to get their work partner to discuss their dog, regardless of the reasoning. Um, it's just weird. There's something wrong with her. Mm-hmm. I mean. I would question more like why does he have her dog like that would be like if I was the significant other to a guy and they weren't even like dating before and he just like had her dog I would be like okay why
1: yeah because there were a couple opportunities where either could have I mean obviously I highly doubt Tim would ever disclose like why Lucy got Kojo in the first place Mm -hmm. and I don't think Lucy was going to be forthcoming with that information but I yeah I would have questioned like why like oh it was Lucy's dog why do you have him now but like I feel like Ashley was just nervous and like I feel like that's not a great sign in their relationship though that she like yeah is nervous to like tell Tim how she feels
0: I also feel like it's a little shady kind of that like she got lucy's number somehow like like his phone i mean unless like maybe it happened off screen we just didn't see it like lucy met ashley and was like let's exchange phone numbers or something like i could see lucy wanting to do that like how what kind Mm -hmm. of was with jenny bradford but like i don't know not seeing it makes Mm -hmm. me think that like she went she like snuck into Tim's phone and got it because yeah but like it how did she do it before the morning like before Kojo started barking at her like did she originally not even want to call about Kojo she was or call about Kojo but not why like he was barking at her she just wanted to like find out more information about i don't know i feel yeah, like about weird. the dog or just yeah why maybe she's hoping lucy was gonna tell her why she gave him yeah it's just just kind of i don't weird. know like interesting she called her um and like why do you need her phone number um mm-hmm. so then yeah she said Janine said it makes you wonder what else she would do behind his back because she likes him so much um yeah i mean i don't know i feel like we can't totally trust her yet but i'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt um she also said she loves how lucy stuck up for kojo and ashley had to pick up on the care in lucy's voice when describing tim oh yeah like like ashley had to realize that lucy's voice changed in a way Mm -hmm. i mean yeah i feel like it would have been obvious um But then, yeah, Janine also said best line was Kojo is just like Tim. He's big, gruff, a whole lot of bark, but underneath all that he's a sweetheart. Um, Yeah, that was definitely like the best line. She said such a parallel to 203. Her being all Tim's misunderstood to Rachel. She said in all caps, hello, Lucy. Listen to your words. He's your man and that's your dog. Um, And Janine was just like, oh kojo liking ashley and then just because she gave him treats and she said unfortunately now i see her sticking around longer um yeah i don't know i mean it is what it is like we know that lucy's gonna have a love interest too at some point so she's okay. just gonna set up for Lu- jealous lucy and jealous him um hopefully but then she said um we met chris and damn he is hot but also totally slappable (laughs) and she said especially since he made lucy tear up at the end um Mm -hmm. she said i can see them doing a hate like slash rip your clothes off scene um with chris and lucy like like again just as like a one and done thing or like stress of the day or just like you pissed me off so much but like i can't help it like i'm kind of attracted to you in a way you i don't... can see that um so we'll just have to see but also like i'm someone that i pretty much love just like any ship or like any two people that you put in front of me oh see i have like opinions i mean oh. minus minus dean and gilmore girls like i just i'm re-watching that show and i, I cannot stand that kid i can't <laughs> i can't every episode i just want to like like shake the tv or something i don't know he's just annoying Mm -hmm. um yeah so i don't know we'll have to wait and see with chris and lucy um she said as far as wesley i think him getting suspended for six months is considerably better than him getting completely disbarred and she said i really think that him helping out at the community center will be helpful and she thinks that if they try to fight this Disbarment, and he has to complete community hours. Maybe all of his time at working at the center will be like almost the time that he served. Like it can kind of cancel oh. that community service. Hmm. Makes sense. Hmm. Um, she said, "I have to admit, I like the scene with James and Wesley getting drunk. I thought that was really funny. Um, and it looks like we have a new romance in the rookie world. Definitely, for definitely, it. yes." Um, and then she said now to the biggest storyline, Nolan and Bailey, she said, she really believes that Bailey did keep him, a, keep Jason a secret in a way to protect herself. Um, and she thinks that she would have told John eventually, but she believes that Jason is bad news and, um, that they have to watch their back, especially, uh, just because like considering next week's preview, um she said that she knows when Bailey's truck didn't start and she was having a bad day like she called Nolan um but did she get the truck checked out by anybody or just say that it was tampered like say that it was tampered with or like what was wrong with it I'm honestly surprised that she didn't tell John about it like or say like hey I need a ride home or something I don't know it was just weird like how did she get home then? Mm
1: -hmm. maybe called her co-worker I don't know
0: yeah um so then uh she also said just weird thoughts running through oh no um i she said i would think of it if she would have got it checked out there would have been a chance for someone to say that they could have found the drugs there for the police search exactly i feel like there was just like a scene or two missing between all that like between the truck breaking down and then you know the drugs being found um or i guess the the house was in there so jason could have like been waiting somewhere with the house but like i don't know planted the drugs Mm -hmm. in there yeah um -hmm. but then yeah she said just weird thoughts running through her through her head like when she walked into the house she and thought someone was there like she she had a feeling that she found the wedding book and like why didn't she go to the cops when she found it instead of confronting him? Exactly. Maybe she just thought that, like, she could handle it herself, which, like, by all mm-hmm. means, but also, like, you're dealing with a convicted, like, person, like, someone who was in jail for two and a half years. Like, no, I would go to the cops. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, so she had to, like, if she knew that he always had him in the appreciative side like it would have made sense for her to to the, the cops so then um, yeah I, I don't know it's just it's interesting how she dealt with Jason's situation um, so then yeah so she kind of closed it out by saying there was so much action through tonight's episode with this um, storyline and then she had said in another bullet point Finally, we saw Oscar. Um, She knows that he's a baddie, but she loves him. And uh, she has to admit that the whole storyline, like through the whole storyline, she loved seeing Tim, Lucy, Nolan, and Harper together again. And it kind of reminded her of uh, 2014, um, where they did the Black Ops investigation to help Tim's friend be cleared of murder. Um, And that was also Kojo's first episode, so that was cool. And then she had, like, tweeted uh, earlier today, like, back to Tim for a second. They had too many close-ups on Tim's alarm system and Ashley watching him. She said she just has a bad feeling. Like, it's something to be foreshadowed. Like, Mm -hmm. Ashley breaking in? I don't know. I don't, well. I don't see Ashley doing that, but maybe. I don't see it.
1: See a reason why, unless it's really gonna go all lifetime movie on me, and then it's they're gonna get in some big fight, and then
0: you know, she's gonna be like, I feel like if a she woman scorned or something. plan on doing that, though, she wouldn't be like so visually scared of Kojo, like she wouldn't like jump, sure. you know, she would unless like she's try and hide really good actor, yeah, I mean, in the you know
1: what I mean, not the actual actress but just like the for ashley
0: yeah i don't know i don't know like i said i feel like if she was like to break in or like thought or was planning on it or something that she wouldn't like physically jump every time and kind of like back away when kojo is barking like that but maybe i don't know
1: because we haven't really seen uh helena um hasn't really posted any more like scenes from filming like the Mm -hmm. actress that plays Ashley hasn't really posted anything else like from filming so I don't know if like we are gonna see more of her and like when yeah in what context
0: I don't know yeah definitely be interesting to see if that comes back all right definitely so that was it for Janine's thoughts um Bonnie had said
1: Chris Sanford oh she um so that he's literally Lucy's oh is Li love interest I'm terrible okay I'm with it I'm with it um so yes and Bonnie um Bonnie says that he's Lucy's love interest and she can't be convinced otherwise all right um Kodo's behavior oh he didn't oh Kodo didn't behave like this when Rachel was around it's Ashley oh okay so it's like Ashley specific
0: Hmm. Yeah, but Tim didn't have Kojo.
1: Well, he had he had him when Rachel and Tim had the like bed scene, or like they like he was getting ready in the morning. Uh,
0: um uh, Okay.
1: And Kojo was just laying in the background, just chilling.
0: That's right. I think right. That was two nineteen. Okay. I'm just thinking of two o three, and I'm like, no, he didn't have. Him. <laughs> no, not yet. Um. Yeah, so I don't, maybe it is. I don't know. Um, something about Ashley, yeah, are our good judge of character,
1: uh-huh. yeah. Um, Bonnie said Ashley calling Lucy was weird and something's off there, in her opinion. How does she get Lucy's number? sneaking through Tim's phone, maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. It's the
0: only way that I can pinpoint out. yeah um unless like maybe she saw like a note or something like on his counter or something that had lucy's phone number i don't know yeah. why but yeah i don't know either um of all the possibilities here
1: mm-hmm. yep um lucy suggested tim listen if he likes the girl and he listened to lucy so he likes her yep <laughs> i think everyone was saying that too because like um yeah because lucy had suggested that tim listen like listen to ashley of course ashley didn't really like tell tim hi kojo kind of like i'm a little bit freaked out yeah um but tim did listen to lucy because lucy went and kind of you know did that for on ashley's behalf so it was nice of her um Bailey's oh Bailey's husband deserves to be back uh, in jail yes he does hopefully hopefully next week we'll put him back there I don't know
0: I'm getting really weird vibes from Jason and Ashley mm
1: -hmm. yep yep Um, Lucy's face when she was telling Ashley about Tim and Kojo broke, broke Bonnie a little bit um The question is is she fully aware she's in love with tim oh
0: like is lucy i'm assuming um hmm. i feel like maybe a little bit like not completely aware but she knows that there's something there but she's just trying to after what happened with nolan and like bishop kind of talking to her she's just kind of like trying to push it down yeah
1: yep i feel like she's aware of all these feelings she just doesn't want to admit that that's actually what they mean yeah
0: so um and then literally on twitter had said the wesley james lucy trio will we see more of them i hope so i mean james is back next week and we have that tomorrow stuff. so i hope that it like kind of you know continues on um and i hope to see like if we're seeing more of wesley not doing his lawyer thing. Um, I kind of hope that we see more of him and James. Um, also, okay, this question just popped up into my head. If Wesley is not practicing law for six months, what happens to his office? Does he still have that, or do sell it? Upset. They don't, don't need
1: there. I manifested that for so long
0: and we get it for like three episodes and it's gone no I refuse I mean I don't I don't know I'm just trying to think like okay because they're not gonna have two incomes coming in but like Angela's income is probably like big enough to support them anyway and they still have their nanny so like are they just gonna be paying rent on Wesley's place and or wesley's office and then just not like him <sighs> using it for actual work like maybe he's using it for community center stuff but i don't know i don't know i Bad. just i have that question
1: wow Oops, right.
0: <laughs> sorry um and literally also said like is this trio and like this storyline with tyler and like chris and all that a part of lucy's upcoming personal journey as we have learned in articles. I would say it probably is. It's gotta be.
1: Yeah, I would think so.
0: Um yeah. So that was it for her. And then do you wanna cover um, what yeah. Irene had said?
1: Oh this is a fun one to end off on. Um, yeah Irene said Tim always listens to Lucy. So according to Lucy's words, Tim likes Lucy
0: yeah pretty yeah. much they just need to stop being silly and you know admit it to each other so
1: yep i think they both know they just
0: They just What's don't want to admit it
1: friends? like they they know that we know that they don't know or whatever yeah they,
0: they know that we know that they know we know or whatever yeah
1: yeah that. I like i <laughs> missed
0: of. that but yeah
1: because kind of. everyone else knows too they just they gotta catch up
0: yeah um yeah so I mean that's that's it for this episode there was a lot to cover (laughs) um but you guys can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts um we love to hear like your guys' thoughts after the episodes um and I mean even just like when an article drops or you know uh, episode description like promo photos anything we love hearing that um and like we love theorizing it too so yeah. you know you guys can so if you guys sub- ever
1: see photo. stuff yeah like tag us and stuff
0: yeah yeah because i know that we're not on twitter like as much you know whether it's our personal twitters or the podcast account so i mean if you guys see any news any like pictures anything like that tag us in it you know, feel free to tag us in your edits if you guys make like video edits, yeah. graphics. Fancy. The fandom is so talented.
1: All that fun stuff. We love all that stuff. We're just yeah. as, just as much like into into all that as you
0: guys are. Mm-hmm. We love a good edit that just like hits deep in the fields.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, and with that being said, you guys can find us individually on Twitter as well. I'm at Jay 804.
1: And I'm at Carrie Hyman.
0: And that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week talking about 411 um, and all of the Chenford goodness that we're most likely going to get next week. So, hopefully. Yeah. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye, guys. Go get them, boo.